Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Welcome to the podcast. We appreciate you guys taking out time to listen to us talk. Today, our topic is going to be on gender roles. Now, many of us come into our marriage with ideas and assumptions of who should take on what within the marriage between husband and wife, but we don't always talk about those roles beforehand, and sometimes we make assumptions. So today, we're going to unpack that topic a little bit and give you our experiences within each of our marriages and how we move and navigate that space. So let's jump into the podcast. All right, man. So gender roles in the household, man. I'll tell you what, I definitely am in a space with my wife where we don't necessarily talk about those things. So this one is going to hit home hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely something that I've experienced that isn't necessarily talked about. There's just a fumbling through it for a while and then generally people land on a space. But I have seen when people talk about it early, you can go a little bit more in depth and kind of have a loose outline. And obviously within marriage, everything is fluid. So I want to say that off jump, anything that you decide premarital and year one will definitely change by year one and a half. (laughs) (laughs) And definitely five, 10 years down the road. Yeah. So let's just jump in and kind of give you a little background on what there's kind of two camps and when you comes when it comes to marriage roles there's like the traditional and we'll talk about that and then there is the more what they call egalitarian so the traditional role would be what many of us think right like male breadwinner woman in the house woman taking care of the kids taking care of the home Men out, man outside the home, making the money and doing that. Then you can have the complete opposite flip where the woman does that and they have quote unquote stay at home ads. And then there's something that can be described as egalitarian, which would be roles, the ideas that everyone has an equal space and there's no, there's just shared responsibilities within the home, within the family. So that's where we're coming, coming from when we're talking about traditional to more egalitarian and obviously that the rise of egalitarian kind of came within started within like the 50s and 60s and then the women's movement within that time frame and women going more to work having more access to education job equality all those things play a role in the growth and the expansion of roles within life in general but obviously that goes into the home. Brian, I guess you already said it, but how much thought, if you can put a tangible thing, did you guys even have a conversation about roles or there was like no conversation? You just got married and jumped in. Yeah. So there was really no conversation. I would say we in this moment live and die by the concept of who is this task that needs to be done more convenient for at the moment. And we have an understanding that obviously we both need to chip in to make these things done. But yeah, man, there was no conversation about it. And I I think that probably hurt us for a little while until we got into a groove. But I think even now we we absolutely need work on it. As, As we brought this topic up, I've realized that this should have been a conversation. It would have 
made life a lot easier on us to start out. Definitely would have avoided a couple arguments over why didn't you just do that? And why didn't you just do that? Right. But in my mind, I don't feel like it's necessarily fair. I guess I want to say to say that's your role. You should always do that. More or less, I feel if it needs to be done and you have the opportunity to do it, just get it done. Yeah. And then on the other end, me, because I am starting to look at marriage like running a business, maybe I should put some systems in place to make sure that everything gets done and gets done efficiently. And if there are systems in place, it it sets expectations. And then you know who to be mad at when stuff doesn't get done. Uh, Yeah. That makes total sense. That's more the common space that I've seen as far as marriages. It's just it's not even something that was on our radar. But for us, when we went through our premarital counseling, it was it was brought up and it's something that we also do. We make a whole session about roles and where they came from. Because everything that we do, we are a we are a conglomerate of our past experiences. So the things that we've seen, the things that we've heard, the examples that we have all kind of tie into that. So for my wife and I, we had a conversation about that and expectations. And we had a, a more non-traditional or non, yeah, non-traditional marriage as she was, she already had a child when we got married. So like a lot of the things that she was already doing as a single mom played a role as well. So I came in to, we had that conversation to kind of relieve her from feeling like she had to do it all. I think that gives us a unique experience as well because she understands like the do it all mindset. And I'm going to wait, I can definitely help in this, like this, but still that there were those expectations of who's going to do what. And this can be big things or little things that we can get into more specific roles and why we think or why we take on different responsibilities. But yeah, that's our experience. We we talked through it a little bit before and then it's morphed as times change, people's space change, the kids get older, have a different outlook on things. So that's our experience. But so Brian, I ask you, Where do you think we get our idea for roles within the marriage? I think it would be from any examples of we that we've had of relationships coming up as a child. I would assume that a lot of people might get their ideas from roles that are portrayed on TV or in movies, as we do Mm -hmm. with a lot of different things. I would say we probably form some sort of opinion on what feels good for ourselves when we take on a task or what doesn't feel good like I shed that I don't want to do that so I think it, it that opinion I believe is formed from a lot of different sources I don't know how about yourself yeah it's definitely you hit the nail on the head it's media for sure movies tv shows our whole experiences as far as what we've observed in real life as well and then within that is also like books or any kind of educational material that people may take in. And strongly, I think within our social groups, our friends definitely play a role in mm. what they think when, whenever you can talk about marriage or talk about relationships with your peer group, that definitely has a big impact on how you think your relationship could go based on your friend's input, which can be good and bad depending on who you share with. But yeah, so definitely be... I would say we need to be mindful of what we consume as far as that intake and input on our marriage because 
just what's on TV or movies. That's all made up of people acting, but your life is real. So you got to really find out what works best for you and just move forward with it. So let's talk about roles within the house Mm -hmm. and who does it and why. We could say traditionally what we think and then what goes on within our marriage. So I'll start with something simple as taking out the trash. So who does it and why? Yeah, so for us, when we first started out, it was my responsibility. It was something I took on and it just stayed that way for a while. Now that she is home more and I am out of the home more, it's become more of a shared responsibility and Mm -hmm. more or less just gets done when it needs to get done because it's garbage. It's come to this space where if it's full and you're there, just take care of it. (laughs) Right. Because we don't want the kitchen stinking up or that type of thing. And Obviously, nowadays with three kids, you're talking about that also entails grabbing the garbage from upstairs in the bedrooms, the, mm-hmm. the infamous diaper genie, <laughs> emptying that beast. Thank God for the diaper genie, though. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> and I got to tell you, anytime you open that thing when it's got some some diapers in it, that's that's a rough day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so that's, that's a task that nobody really wants to do, but has to get done, right. so... You don't want to be the one having to change a diaper in that moment and it be full. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where do I put it now? Yeah. Yeah. I think for us, it's still generally a, I think it's more me and my son share that role as far as the actual taking out of it more. I think initially it was something that I did once we got married, but then as it turned into like chores for the house. Then our son did it. He was the only kid. That's the thing that's but now it's more the gathering of it is like a shared group, like you said, upstairs, downstairs, wherever. But the actual like walking out and taking it out is generally one of us that do it. And I don't know if we specifically talked about that. I think we did, but more so in the role of our son is going to do it. That also plays a factor in your morphing from married with no kids to having kids and having them grow up. Do you have something or I can throw a, a task out there and we can talk about, oh, and traditionally, sorry, we'll talk about traditionally from what I've seen and heard, it's like the man's thing to do is take the trash out. I agree. Uh, but yeah, so do you have a topic or do you want me to shoot out another one? Let's say yard work. Cutting the grass and all that stuff. Gotcha. So traditionally, I'm working through my gathering of information. I feel like traditionally, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, it's more of a man's thing to cut the grass, rake the leaves, all that. But in my experience, I see a lot of women doing like the flower planting Mm -hmm. and all the stuff that makes it look So I don't know if traditionally you've seen that or if it's been all one or. So traditionally for me, that would be the same. And that's where I've fallen as well. Like it's my responsibility to cut the grass, do the weed whacking, all that stuff, take care of the weeds. And I would say the best example I would have had of this would be my grandparents' marriage. My grandmother loved roses. So she had a little rose garden right at the front of the house, if you remember, and they would, you know, spring mm-hmm. up to six feet in the air. It seemed right. like it so big, <laughs> you know what I mean? But then down in the backyard, you had that hill that dropped down into a garden, which was a rather large garden. I would say mm-hmm. it was probably 40 feet by 25 feet. 
And that was my grandfather's pride and joy. He loved working on that garden. Like right. he had a motorized tiller and all this stuff that he would use to care for that thing. But then it was also his job to, you know, cut the grass and maintain those types of things. So I would say shared responsibility to accomplish the overall goal. But right. much like you said, certain tasks were allocated to him, certain tasks allocated to her. And I think more or less for them from what I, or how I could perceive it, it was the task that they enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that has been the case for us. We fall right in line with that. My wife, she, it's therapeutic for her to be out in the lawn, mulching, pruning, changing plants around, buying plants, you know, around the springtime, the ones that need to be replaced that only are, you know, are good for a season. And then even maybe rearranging those perennial or those ones that come up. I don't, I ever, I never know what perennial or annual is, but whichever ones come back, she might arrange those differently for the year. And I've seen that with our family, but I will say I, I realized that I had a kind of bias in this role when, because my neighbors have the most pristine lawn in history. Like they cut it like twice a week, like they're going in hard. But I realized I had a bias when like I see a woman cutting grass, like I'm like, like, I don't, it just, it's just a different thing. But then I realized people really love to cut grass and have their lawn look well. So if that's their thing, they jump in it. But I, as I was probably maybe early in our marriage, like in the neighborhood that we lived in and it was such an eclectic group of people and I realized I'd be out running and I'd be like, it would just be like a stop. And then I was like, Oh man, like I have a bias that only men should do this. So I checked myself, but yeah, I love it. Especially when things smack me in the mouth like that, then I'm like, Oh, like you need to chill. But <laughs> I, I, it was, it did something that it definitely showed that I did have a preconceived notion about that. But we talked through that as who should do what, but I have no desire to be in anyone's rose bed or mulch I, I do what i do because i love my wife but right. if i had my choice i'd be inside in the air conditioning but i do love cutting grass because it's a quick accomplishment like you see the lines it looks great yeah same thing with weed weed eating same thing with getting the the leaves up like as soon as it's done you can see it right, you don't right. always see that when you're doing flowers and stuff yeah how many tools have you bought in order to accomplish these roll or these these goals like for me i've got the, the fold out stabilizer for the the yard waste bag that has like a little ramp that you, mm -hmm. you know throw the leaves down in there obviously the rakes and technically my lawnmower is a mulcher so if i wanted to just run over the leaves and bag them i could do that but right. more times than not i tend to rake them because i don't necessarily mind doing that stuff i think it makes it a little bit nicer and the kids like to jump in them yeah, that's true. Last year we got a electric blower slash sucker, whatever you can do. Either you can blow, blow it back and suck them up and mulch it. Yeah, and that was the first time we did that. Actually, Isaiah he bought the the apparatus where you dump the the leaves or the grass into the bag that lets you know that do it nice and neat. Because we had been looking at it for probably two or three years, and I was just like, ah, I don't want to buy it. But then he was like, <laughs> and it's literally life changing. It, first. First world problems, but it right. definitely changes. So if you're out there, get it. 
when you pour things in it, it makes it a lot easier. But yeah, I mean, we have weed eaters. We've actually got a couple more so off secondhand places, but we had one gas and then we, but we now have an electric one that does like the edging as well. So that's really nice. We had a separate edger and a separate uh, weed whacker. We, it's all in one now. So yeah, we probably have four or five rakes, four or five shovels, all that. Like just we went in on that. But yeah, so I was just thinking of another task, washing the cars. So traditionally, I'll start out this out. Traditionally, my intake was it was a man's role. Mm-hmm. And I'll just throw that out there. Do you agree? I do. Okay. But in our house, my wife loves it. She gets joy. She gets pride. Her car looks pristine and or the one that she primarily drives the car that i primarily drive is not but more so because i've been on the end of i usually drive the 20 year old car so i clean it out as far as crashing and stuff but as far as like the wiping down of the leather and spraying things out and washing it so my wife has a a pass with a drive-through kind of wash place that has the vacuums attached like so she has the monthly subscription, like I don't. Mm. Like that's the the thing. There's definitely a difference there. And but we're in her car more. It's generally just me, or maybe on a day where I have to drop off or pick up my daughter, maybe once or twice a week, she'll be in it. But yeah, we are definitely against that trend. But she also has the more eye for detail as well. So it's like her thing. So what about you guys? Yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time my wife washed her car. I just don't think it's important to her to have the car washed. And largely, I don't really care too much anymore because I I really don't have the time for it. But with that said, in the past when I would say maybe two vehicles, I had a Chevy Malibu that when I was occasionally driving for Uber, it was important for me to keep it clean then. So I was always at the car wash. Um, right, right. Then I really stopped driving for Uber for a while. I moved into a truck. And it's funny because the people who I know who are truck owners are like very prideful with their trucks and they want it always to be super clean. But more or less, I use mine for work and I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, also with that being said, I did have the opportunity to buy a, a pressure washer. If the mood does strike me, I can just pull that out and in the driveway, I'll just, you know, knock out both cars. And I will, once I've started the task, will become like very detailed and I'll do the tires, I'll do the rims and <laughs> right. you know, all that other stuff. Yep. But that's probably the reason that I don't want to do it because I know how far I'm going to go with it. And that's, I just lost two hours of my day. Yeah, that's definitely your personality to get it and get it right. Get every little speck yeah, out of there. So exactly. I can understand why you'd be like, no, nah, I don't have two hours right now. Yeah. So and I can't, even, I can't even tell you like how much I've invested beyond the pressure washer into like microfiber towels and brushes to like the curved brush to scrub the tires and yeah buckets and that doesn't fade your paint and all these different right. things to do it like maybe twice a year <laughs> you know yeah. but when i do it i want to be able to have everything i need to do it now that makes total sense so let's go back inside oh getting gas what do you what since we're talking about vehicles, how do you, what do you think about actually getting gas for uh, the house? You're primarily responsible for our own vehicles. I think now with three kids, 
if we're going anywhere altogether, it's her vehicle that we're taking because as big as the cab is, it's, I just can't it's fit so big, that many right. car seats. But as far as getting gas, it's more or less we're responsible for our own vehicles. When you need it, you go get it. It's in the budget and it is what it is. But if we are together, typically I'm driving and I go and you know fill a tank whenever we do like road trips and things like that. So I would say it's whoever's driving. Because there's been times where this might make yeah. me sound like a jerk that she's been driving her vehicle and we're all together as a family and she just gets out and fills the tank. It's on her side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I yeah, could have been yeah. more chivalrous and maybe gotten out and babe, I got it. But I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I think, yeah, it's the same. If we're out and we need it, it's whoever gets it. But generally, I say for me, I do get it. And I try to be more mindful when we're together that I get it so that she doesn't have to. And that is more so like she she does so much. She's with her job and the company that she has, like she'll just drive until she doesn't even look at the meter. Mm. So it's more so me a preventative measure for me so i'm not having or my son we're not having to go bring her a gas can or use a triple a thing for her because she ran out of gas um so i try to be more mindful of that and get it but yeah traditionally we generally i generally pump or my son will pump or whatever but and i don't think that's anything we ever talked about it's just how we do it and it's not like she never gets her own gas but and for me she appreciates it so it's not if, if i go i'm like I see that her thing is low on a Sunday or a Monday night and she's doing something with Belle, like getting her ready for bed. I'll just be like, oh, I'm going to go get gas. But, and she's very thankful. That's just a task that's out of, off of her list for the next day. Yeah, yeah. So Makes sense. I do it for the kudos. Who knows? What about the kitchen? So let's talk cooking. Yeah, so you would know just because you're my best friend that cooking is a passion oh, of mine. Let's go traditionally first. Let's okay. Go tradition. What what's traditional say? Uh traditional would be that I guess it would be the, the woman's responsibility, right? You know, man bring home food, woman cook it. <laughs> right. Is that your experience as well? Yeah, that's experience. And I, I think that's just our generation. We're both in our late thirties. So what we've seen in the roles is people that grew up in that mindset and their parents for sure were more so that's where our eyes have but i would yeah i'll let you expound on what you're about to say because you know that's where we both are so so when we first got together my wife didn't cook so i just took over that role as much as i could but the further we got into it i think i can't really explain for her my perception of it is she saw how much i enjoyed it and then also wanted to feel more accomplished in the kitchen. So she took it upon herself to start learning how to cook different things. So she has like her key recipes. I know she started talking to her mother, getting recipes from her. So she makes a killer meatball, man. Like a little nice. spicy, which I like. And uh homemade sauce that, that her mom ha- gave her the recipe for. Kudos to the mother-in-law for that Fantastic. recipe because right. I love coming home to that meal, spaghetti and meatballs. But yeah, man, she's put a lot of work in to learning to cook different dishes and i think she enjoys it now which is kind of cool like i remember especially when she's doing like her meatballs she has all the ingredients and everything sitting out on the calendar or yeah calendar on the counter and i i think she is like me it's like having a break from other responsibilities especially if you're both home like Mm -hmm. you got the kids kitchen's mine stay out 
I'm doing my thing. We typically put yeah. like some music on and we just, you know, we just go at it. I'm doing what we do in the kitchen, but I love being in the kitchen, man. That's my thing. So I do the Thanksgiving dinner every year for the whole family. There's been times where I've done three birds just because I like going all out. Yeah, man. Y'all let me tell you, this dude is the truth in the kids. I don't know if there's anything he can't make. And it's always good. The the meat is moist and flavored. The sides are on point. Yeah. So Ryan, Ryan is the real deal when it comes to cooking and being in the kitchen. I'm excited to see that Katie is killing it as well in her own way. And I'll say for us, I love to cook as well. I mean, obviously, Crystal, when we got married, she was a single mom. So like, Clearly, she had to cook so they could eat. But I think uh, we took a different approach than because of her level of work. She, you know, is basically a C-level operations person. So, like, her job is more intense during the day. And I would be able to leave my job at home, like, my work at work mm. and come home and be able to just do, to prepare for the fams. I took on that role when we first got married. We shared it. But as I saw like that I could take on that role when I come home, I can just jump right in. She would have to either stop her task or maybe something would pop up or her and Isaiah may be doing something. So I would come home and it would just be me doing the weekday meals that were a little less, that took a little less prep time. And then the weekend, we'd talk about what we want to do and she'd do the things as well. But that's how it, it stayed. It's a little transition now because in the pandemic, I'm not at home. She's working at home. So it's a little different as far as that. But like we said, it's ever evolving. But I think more so, and I like to, I like to cook with, in those little times, thinking of like little things that you can put together in a short amount of time, more so because I'm super hungry and I'm ready. So like, okay, what do we have that I can do real quick? You know, because baking chicken doesn't take that long. And then the sides that you can make within that time that it's in the oven, like, they don't take too long but crystal prefers to have the more time like to really just do it like she makes a killer mac and cheese so like obviously anyone that makes mac and cheese knows there's time and process to that but yeah it's uh so good but yeah we all have our signature dishes but i might have to come out there and have a mac and cheese off man i'm not against that please (laughs) do Uh, we can throw the gauntlet but yeah so that's where we are and like i said it's ever evolving first it was a mixed bag then i saw where i could help her and help our family just do that and now we're at a different place where we're both doing it again but yeah and now we have a younger and older so it's a lot of times we may pick up something during the week which we didn't normally do we first when we first got married so Yeah, yeah yeah All right, we're a little short on time, but I do want to do one more cleaning in the household, which is major, but especially because it's near and dear to my heart, the bathroom. Who cleans the bathroom? Traditionally, since we're talking about that, let's just hit that. I feel like all the overall cleaning was the woman's role. If we talk about bread runners and all that, but I think we should make this a two-parter. Yeah. So maybe we'll come back with some other things later. But yeah, so cleaning the bathroom, I, I hate it. Like I want no... <laughs> part of it and I don't know if Crystal likes it but she crushes it it's more so her I have the shower space and mopping the floors but we split it um, that way I know for sure I need to do those on the appropriate times not that I always do them but (laughs) yeah so that's we split it but it's more so her thing but I'll let you go yeah man so 
I agree with traditionally it was the expectation that the women would do like all of the cleaning. I know from the example that I had with my grandparents, they eventually got to a, a spot where they started, you know, hiring out help in order to have the major things done clean mm-hmm. for them, which was cool. I think I would like to get to that spot eventually just because I'm Amen. not home often enough to chip in how I would like to. I know it would take a lot of stress off the shoulders of my wife, especially with you know young kids running around literally all day. But as far as the bathroom is concerned, that has become more my responsibility than anything simply because my wife absolutely hates it. And if I'm going to call her out, we'll probably come up with an excuse not to do it if she doesn't have to, which is cool. And for me, the bathroom is much like washing the cars. Like I don't like to do it, but it's a necessity. And once I get in there and I get started, yeah, it's a wrap. You gotta do it. Yeah. It's music. It's every nook and cranny, high dusting, like all, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> that's, that's intense. Yeah, I yeah. commend you for that. Yeah, yeah. Baseboards, all of it, man. Behind the toilet, Ooh. the sides of the toilet. You got to hit that. You got to hit those. Yeah. Once you're in it, you got to do it. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. And it's not like a separated thing. When I go into the clean the bathroom, it's the whole thing gets done. It's never just like this spot or this spot. Unless you're, I'd say in instances like touching up the toilet, because that obviously needs to be done more often. But yeah, if it's bathroom cleaning time, it is bathroom cleaning time. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think we're going to make this a part two because I want to dive into why we have those roles and talk about more roles within the family as far as breadwinning and those expectations. So thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We're going to come back with a part two and talk about more gender roles with respect to jobs, salary, responsibilities, decision-making for the families. We will get with you guys next time. Thanks again for listening. Um, If you like it, if you feel like this is contributing to your life, hit the subscribe button so you can be updated on um, any news and any new podcast. And if you can hit us on all of our socials, that'd be appreciated too. But we appreciate you. So signing off, this is Paul. We thank you so much. And this is Brian. Thank you again.